Welcome to BizBody, everyone. My name is Keith, and today's a little bit different of a show. I'm going to tell you something that really hit me hard. Um, it got my attention this weekend, and this weekend was an amazing course. Uh, Greg, Lehman, Greg Lehman gave a course or a lecture on, two-day course on um, reconciling pain science with biomechanics. And there was several scenarios that rang true. And that definitely resonated deep in the heart of my business at Body Activation, right? My brick and mortar. And not only was I around people that wanted to solve problems, there were a lot of physical therapists there. I am not a physical therapist. What I, I do exercise. I'm also a licensed body worker that helps get a lot of people that are, have medical conditions fit. So when they're, phys when they're done with physical therapy or they have medical clearance to exercise, then they come into our shop. Now, <laughs> back in the day, back when I was just getting into the exercise profession, I was lucky enough to work with a guy named Pete Bomarito that uh, I was actually the first employee after I was finished at uh, the International Performance Institute, which is now the IMG Academy. It was the IMG Academy, but also known as the Boletary Academy back in the day. And when I started out, I not only trained, but I also did sales. Now, sales makes people cringe. It made me cringe. I hated it at the time. I really despised it. And what's funny was that when I was uh, in college, I literally, I took a door-to-door -door salesman job just so I would get better at speaking to people and understanding sales to begin with. So I read a book on sales, I went to a sales school, and then I went door-to-door -door in Lincoln, Nebraska, selling books. And what was really interesting was that um, a couple things happened. A couple things happened, and you know, what's interesting is that... Um, one of the major things that happened was I learned how to care about people and that talking to people got easier when I really cared about them. And I understood, um, I was understanding them better and I was understanding the community better. Like I understood how different relationships happened within even one little neighborhood. And not a lot of people had that much money to buy at that time when I was, when I was selling door to door, which were study guides. And when I was selling these study guides door to door, one of the best jobs that the sales school did was help you believe in the product. And it really helped you believe that what you were doing was truly helping all different socioeconomic classes and showed you how to become successful with sales. So they, they taught you how to how to talk to people. They gave you these scripts. You memorized these scripts and you can make the scripts your own. You didn't have to do the scripts exactly. They showed you um, how to do the different phases of a sale. They told you how to almost market, right? Like tell you how to um, relate to other people within the community. And at first I thought, man, this is, this is really rough. I, <laughs> I was like, man, even, even with taking money from people that I felt had little money, I gave a lot of discounts at the time. But I did really believe in the product. I believed that if somebody really cared about their education, because at the time, you know, it was before even, uh, before the internet was a real thing and before cell phones were a real thing, I didn't know that in, in a couple of years, no one would even need study guides or would 
prefer the internet over study guides. Like, hey, here's Khan Academy. That was, that, that was 10 years later. Now, fast forward. I start my career um, on the other side of Florida. Uh, like I said, from, from the IMG Academy over to a place called Perfect Competition with my friend Pete. And actually, I was the first employee there even before Pete signed on. So it was me and, and an owner. And um, the owner of the business, because I put no capital in this business. I had no idea anything about business before that time. Now, what was interesting is that as I'm doing sessions and coaching out of just um, <laughs> out of like parks, you know, I didn't even have any credentials to, to, to utilize the parks. I'm not really supposed to be doing sessions in the parks. I do it anyway. Um, and then we did a deal so we could work out of a high school, yeah, a barter. So I worked with a football coach who ended up being one of the most influential coaches of my entire life, by the way. So I was very fortunate with that as well. And one time, I remember my mentor Pete asking me, hey, you know, if if you want to make more money, could you, you, I know you can handle talking to parents and talking, talking to, um, talking to the prospects so that you can close them. And then if you close them, you would basically make a commission off of, off of these sales. And at the time it just came out as, uh, you don't care about talking to, to families, do you? And I remember at that moment I said, man, I hate talking to families. I don't want to talk to families. I just want to coach. And that's when I knew I blew it. I mean, my, my fear of money, um, of taking money, of handling money, um, not just that I wanted to be the best coach at, on the planet at that time, right? Because I'm like, I wanted, I wanted to crush it as a coach. I wanted to be influential as a coach. And I thought the money would get in the way. And it doesn't get in the way. It was just a reflection of myself about what I thought my value was. So if sales was taken over by the sales guy, I get that. I get that. If you have a sales team, that's awesome. But even more importantly, if you're the trainer and you're setting up your own um, value, understand what your time is worth so that you know in the future that you're not compromising on your value. Uh, that you're not compromising on your time, that you're, that you're up on your payments. And then when people are asking for deals, that you understand what that really means to you and your family and your time and your self-worth. So I hope that puts things in a perspective for you. Yeah, this is a little salesy and um, maybe this resonates for some of you. Maybe it doesn't. So I hope that it helps a few of you out so that that you know your self-worth, you know what you value, what um, what you bring to the table, to your community. And if you feel like it needs to be better, make it better so that you know that you have a high quality service or product um, that is valued in your community. And And guess what? If it is, people just tell other people and you'll be full. And you never have to really worry about marketing because everyone knows you're doing such an amazing job. So I hope that this helps you. If it does, please share it with another personal trainer or exercise professional that could use a little bump. We're going to be talking about uh, sales and marketing later. Also to support the podcast, make sure that you leave a review and write a comment. Until next time, remember, thank you again for listening. 
And most importantly, thank you for your interest in raising the standard of the exercise industry.